successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello everybody and welcome to the Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill. Thanks for joining me today on the radio if you're listening on 980 AM on podcast networks throughout this this great country or on our website, grillnationshow.com. It's great to be back here with everyone this week. We are going to have a fascinating show today. We're going we're gonna to meet the owners of the Collar Club in Kansas City. Their website is collarclubkc.com. But before we get to that, I want to bring on Alan Ferris, who is a uh, senior vice president and leader at, uh, at Landmark National Bank, who is a great collaborator with the Grill Nation Show. Their website is banklandmark.com. Alan, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? I'm great. It's always a pleasure to be with you. It is great to see you back, my friend. I haven't seen you in a few months, so hopefully life is treating you well. It most definitely is. Well, before we get to our guest today, we got about five to seven minutes to talk about uh, Landmark. Um, what is going on at the bank right now? Can you give us some updates? Well, like everybody, I think business is pretty robust, pretty strong. Uh, you know, it's kind of what we've discussed in the past. We continue to see a lot of M&A activity, a lot of business owners determining that this is the right time to sell, a lot of entrepreneurs saying this is the right time to buy. And we've been very active in helping both buy side and sell side uh, with lending and creating opportunities. You know, one of the common questions that always comes up, particularly early on in the discussions, is what is my business worth? How you know? How do you value it? What drives evaluation? What can I do to increase the valuation? Well, several years ago, we started what we call a client success series of seminars, specifically designed to answer a wide array of questions that business owners deal with every day. And our next one comes up here in October, to deal with this exact topic, you know, about valuation. So we've been able to pull together a nice round table of some really stellar people. We've included somebody like Will Katz of Blue Owl Valuations up in Lawrence, who does valuations professionally. We've also got uh, a number of people that have been very active in buying and sell, selling businesses. So they understand how it works. So we've got Bill Conway of CC Capital Advisors, John Longan of Tarsus CFO Services, and Matt Gazaway of BridgeQuest Wealth Strategies. They've just all got a significant background in buying and selling, not just for their own portfolio, but helping others to do it as well. We thought, you know, this is just continues to be a hot topic, and this is just one of the things we do for customers and prospects to help them deal with some of the challenges that they've got. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like you guys are always kind of um, doing community type events or uh, events that actually make you kind of 
grow your business and actually kind of grow maybe with purpose um, and, and grow your knowledge right. base. I, I find that you do that a lot. Amen. We do. <laughs> you guys have also been growing. You know, we've had on some of your new uh, new hires and new colleagues here recently. I, I keep seeing more and more updates around um, the, the bank growing. We really have been. You know, it, it goes back to, you know, five years ago when we started to try to say, how do we really want to grow and expand in this market? And we decided we want to do it organically. But we also want to do it by adding really stellar talent to the bench. And boy, I'll tell you, we just could not be more pleased with some of the acquisitions that we've been able to make as far as talent is concerned. Whether it's Jeff Phillips and Charlie Benson and Kenny Lawrence, uh, who are over in our Prairie Village location, or Sarah Parrish, who's here in Overland Park, or Akash Dillon, who's here in Overland Park, or our Curiel Alley, or Jason Carter Solomon. Boy, I'll tell you, we, we've just really hit a home run in each one of these hires. Yeah, you definitely have. And they, a lot of them have been uh, been on the show, Alan, when you haven't been. So it's been great to have them uh, join us with some of the people they work with. You guys work with a lot of businesses and entrepreneurs. And um, uh, on today's show, we're going to have on uh, two co-founders of a company that I actually uh, find myself driving by very often here in Kansas City. Uh, Collar Club, collarclubkc.com is their website. I'm throwing that up on the live stream. Um, we're going to be talking a lot about dogs today, but also about business and how these guys have uh, decided to start the Collar Club, what it is, um, kind of some of the, the, the ways that they've grown. Uh, they're a full, full scale, full operation, um, which, uh, you know, it's nice to know when you drive by it. I mean, all the things that go on in that place are just mind-boggling. How, how do you know these guys and kind of talk to us a little bit about Connor and Alan here before we bring them on uh, after the break? Absolutely. I first met Alan and Connor in 2019 when they were putting their business plan together for what would become Collar Club. And I was impressed by their attention to detail that the business plan clearly showed. Uh, and while they didn't have a lot of specific industry experience, they had invested a lot of time and effort to do the research and really understood what a top flight facility would look like. And so as a dog lover and owner, I just fell in love with what they were doing and particularly their passion for the business. You know, you, you talk about the facility they've got there in Waldo. And you know, a lot of people will go into a strip center and they'll just create a, a small operation. Well, that was not their vision. Their vision was we want top flight. We want first class. And so it's just not a doggy daycare. It's boarding. It's training. It's grooming. So, you know, they really wanted something that would appeal to the vast majority of people that would be a prospect to them. In a market that obviously is growing. I have a dog as well. And um, it just seems to me that there's more entrepreneurial kind of business businesses happening around pets, especially dogs these days. I agree. I, you know, there's a lot of people that both a uh, couple are working. They want to take care of their dog. They want to make sure, and or cat, because they do cats as well. Okay. Um, 
And I'm not a cat guy, but we'll uh, we'll allow that on the show today, Alan. You got to appeal to everyone, right? Yeah, you do. I guess. So, uh, <laughs> but you know, and I'll let I'll let them talk about what they've experienced and you know where where they see the market and where they see the market going because these guys for just opening and of course they opened at the exact right or wrong moment depending on how you look at it and that was may of 2020 just in the middle of COVID. well we're going to have a great show today i'm excited to have on um the two co-founders alan ramsire and connor anderson from the collar club of kansas city their website is collarclubkc.com i want to also thank alan ferris and landmark national bank for collaborating connecting us to uh alan and connor today their website again is banklandmark.com and as always you can connect with the grill nation show i am on social media i'm on twitter at jason grill and at grill nation show also on facebook instagram and linkedin at jason grill you can connect with all of our shows on podcasts as well or on our YouTube page, which is just search for The Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill, where you can watch all of our guests and all of our shows as well. We'll be right back after the break with more of The Grill Nation Show. Thanks for joining us today. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today on KMBZ Radio, 980 AM. If you're joining us on the radio, on podcasts, we're on Apple, Spotify, Google, and on Stitcher. Also, if you're joining me today on YouTube or on my live stream, we greatly appreciate it. Again, uh, you can connect with the show, as always, online at grillnationshow.com or on my social media, I'd love to hear from you, uh, on Twitter, at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. I want to thank Alan Ferris from Landmark National Bank for uh, joining us today, as well as our guests that have just joined us. Um, Alan Ramsire, uh, who is also, uh, and Connor Anderson, they're together actually in the room, uh, from the Collar Club of KC. Their website is collarclubkc.com. Dot com. Welcome to the show, um, Alan and Connor. Let's start with Alan. Alan, um, let's learn more about you, and then we'll go to Connor here. Tell us about your background before you get into kind of the, the work you do with Collar Club. Yeah, thanks for having us on the show. Um, I grew up in Wichita, Kansas, and growing up, I wanted to uh, be a vet and spent a lot of my childhood kind of pushing toward that goal. Um, my family fostered service dogs, so I did a lot of training. Uh, had a passion for pets early on um, and eventually decided not to go the vet route um, and then uh, went to college here in Kansas City for a couple of years and played baseball at Mid-American Nazarene University and then ended up transferring down to Tulsa, finished up my college and then uh, worked in baseball for a few years until we decided to make the jump and open up the collar club. Oh, yes. You, 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 you're an athlete, huh? <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. But. <laughs> I did see you. You had you kind of a history, and then um, and and did you guys meet in Tulsa? Is that how you met, or um, how did you guys meet each other? We actually uh, grew up together. We're both from Wichita. We've known each yeah. other as long as I can remember. And so, yeah. So, and then let, let's hear from your uh, partner here. Tell us about yeah. yourself. Uh, also from Wichita, Kansas. Yeah, um, known Alan for as long as I can remember. Um, always grew up going over to his house, uh, getting to play with all his family dogs, help 
little bit of training some dogs. Really, they trained me. Um, but yeah, I went to went to school in uh, Tulsa, University of Tulsa. Um, about sophomore year, I worked on convincing Alan to come down and join me uh, junior year. So yeah, he made the transfer. Uh, we were talking about business every single year while we were there. So um, I, I had a huge passion for starting a business. I've always wanted to do it. Um, and then I got a job up in Kansas City at Cerner. So I moved up, became a consultant, did that for a few years. And uh, all the while, I was kind of remodeling a house in Brookside and uh, trying to convince Alan to come join me up in Kansas City and start our business. So that's kind of the journey to how we both got here. Yeah, and you guys mentioned you, you, you grew up with the love of dogs and animals. Tell us about that and, and why did you establish a passion for them? Um, that's just one thing. I've always felt like I got the sixth sense with dogs and get along great with them. Haven't really met a dog I haven't liked. And um, it's just something I was born with. My family had dogs, and I think we had six dogs, was the most dogs we had at once. So just growing up in that atmosphere, it really just foster my love for animals. You say you had six dogs at once? Yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend six dogs at once unless you uh, have plenty of room for them to run. But yeah, that was the most when we were fostering service dogs that kind of made the number fluctuate a little bit. Wow, that is a lot. I can't imagine walking six dogs every day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot of work. Um, so you did mention you too. You might you thought about being a vet, but you decided more on the business route. Yeah, I uh, it was kind of baseball took my uh, attention for a while. I wanted to try that out, and um, once I got done with that, I just kind of got into studying advertising and marketing, and really uh, enjoyed that and wanted to explore that further. Yeah. So you two kind of um, you kind of had your different paths with Cerner and with uh, you know with with the other job that we talked about in sports. Um, Tell us about kind of when you decided to start the Collar Club and, and kind of how that all happened. That's very interesting to me as an entrepreneur. And, you know, when you made the decision to say, let's do this in October of 2019. Yeah. Um, so I was down in Tulsa and I was up here in Kansas City. We were talking about every month, um, trying to work out the details. Really, we hadn't quite settled on a dog business. Uh, we were kind of just seeing what else was out there, kind of looking at all the different business options. Um, and then I, you know, I lived in Brookside and I always walked past the building that we're in right now. And every time I walked past it, I called Alan and I was like, Hey, Alan, there's a sweet building in Waldo, Kansas city. Uh, you know, we need to come up here and do something in it. I'm not sure what it is yet. Um, like let's, let's find something. So I called him like once a month until we settled on something. And Alan was like, look, we, you know, I've got a passion for dogs. You've got a dog. You have always, you know, helped me. Uh, train my dog. So uh, it just kind of came together based on Alan's passion and me walking uh, by the neighborhood every day. <laughs> and he says once a month, he called me about every other day for a while. And I'm glad he did. So yeah, I, 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 worked, I worked really hard to get Alan to move up here. Yeah, right. Because, yeah, so you were in Tulsa uh, when this was happening. What I, you know, the building is next to the well, bar and grill, if anyone, um, I, I believe it is, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. For those that maybe don't under, don't don't know what we're talking about, but yeah, I, I'm trying to remember that building now that you guys have uh, invested in it and uh, you have the fence and all the dog stuff. But I, I, you know, pretty 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 cool to be like, yeah, this building. I, I just keep walking by it and I, I want to start a business here. 
Yeah, I, it's just a beautiful building. And and honestly, half the times I called them when I was walking to the well or from the well back to my house. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I'd see it all the time. Um, I, I don't know. It just it, it fits in the neighborhood. It, it's just a beautiful old building from the 30s. Yeah. It's an old plumbing supply business. And they gutted this business in... If you'd ever been in there, you would not recognize it if you walked in today. These guys really did this facility right. I love it. We're talking to the founders, Collar Club. Their website is collarclubkc.com. So let's hear about the Collar Club. I mean, we, we now know that you guys took the leap of faith in October of 2019 around then and uh, started your own business. Uh, what What is the Collar Club? What does it entail? And uh, tell us more about that. Yeah, so we're a... Uh Daycare, boarding, training, and grooming facility, um, kind of everything except for a vet when it comes to dog care. Um, and we built it on transparency, and what we really wanted was to do it differently. When people walk in the door, there's a big wall of glass. You can see the dogs playing. Um, we really wanted that first impression to be exciting and the whole building, really, because uh, we give tours whenever anybody wants them. The whole facility is open to be seen by clients, and it's just something that's a, a little different than some folks do in the industry. No doubt about that. I, uh, I've i used services like um, not as extravagant and nice and brand new as yours, but when uh, I've been to other places, you know, you walk in and you, you just hear a bunch of dogs barking, and then you can't really see, you know, you, you say goodbye to your dog, and then, then they, they run away, and my dog likes other dogs and likes playing, so he's he's off quick. But like, I have no idea what's going on like behind that door at all. You know, yeah. so transparency is important. Yeah, we we love it when people walk in and kind of just look through the glass and watch the dogs playing. I mean, that's what it's there for. Tell us about the facility. You know, you've talked about the Waldo area and why you chose it, but like, take us through kind of all the different parts of this facility that you have because. Go to your website, collarclubkc.com. I mean, it looks pretty cool. It looks pretty modern. It looks pretty well thought out. Tell us about kind of the actual facility. So we really wanted to keep it um, kind of the way it was. So um, there were painted walls and everything, um, like the brick walls in the main day play were all painted. So we had them all sandblasted. Uh, we wanted to keep the industrial feel so it felt like it belonged in the neighborhood, um, but while also adding kind of our touch of like the wall of glass in the lobby. Um we wanted to have as much space as possible for the dogs. Um, so there's 3,500, 4,000 square feet in the main uh, day play area. Then the whole back of the building is really for boarding. And then we're working on our two large outdoor day play areas. So we just wanted to maximize the amount of space that we could have for the dogs. Um, while still keeping the feel of the neighborhood. Uh, Alan, you want to talk about the uh, our kind of purple cow? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my <laughs> background, one of my favorite phrases is the purple cow. It's a concept. You drive down the road, you see a bunch of cows. Are you going to remember one, one of them in particular? Probably not. But you drive by that same group of cows and you see a purple cow in there. Are you going to remember the cow? You're going to remember the purple cow. So one thing uh, we did to set ourselves apart is a 24-7 access room that is done through an app on the phone. It's through a service that... Uh, you walk up, you swipe your hand, and you can go in. It's closed to the rest of the facility, and then you can either drop off or pick up your dog through that room um, at your convenience. It was kind of our solution to a flight getting in late and you couldn't come. It's so folks don't have to pay the extra night of boarding. 
wow. So I, I show up there and I go to this like special location and then I leave. That's pretty interesting. It gives a little bit more flexibility for when we're not open. Um, we know other people's schedules are different from ours. So, you know, late flights, uh, long hours at work or, you know, if your shift starts at three in the morning or ends at, you know, 10 p.m., you're still able to drop off and, and pick up your dog kind of on your convenience. Now, Alan, you, Alan Ferris, you said you've been to the facility? Absolutely. What were your impressions of it? Well, again, you know, being a dog owner and dog lover, you know, most of us have boarded dogs from time to time. And you go in and it looks either like a vet's office or it looks like a just generic doggy daycare center. These guys basically said, we built this primarily for the dogs. And as I said, you walk in this beautiful entryway, and the glass is like watching doggy TV. And it is absolutely, it's mesmerizing. And you don't see that in a lot of other places. But then you go behind the scenes and you've got this huge grooming operation. And then you've got this obviously boarding facility with, you know, top flight kennels and everything. So it's, wow. it, it, it's a fun place to visit. We're going to get more into it here after the break. You're listening to the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today on today's show. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. Thanks for joining me again today. Um, we are flying through today's show. Hope you're enjoying it uh, with Alan Ferris from Landmark National Bank, as well as the founders of the Collar Club, collarclubkc.com. Uh, I'm joined today again by Alan uh, Ramsire and Connor Anderson uh, from the Collar Club, co-founders. Their uh, website, again, is collarclubkc.com, and Landmark National Bank is at banklandmark.com. Bringing everyone back on. Um, you were talking about all – Alan was talking about all the different functions that um, happen at the Collar Club. Take us through those again because um, I think we just kind of glossed over all the different things that happen there, uh, and I think it's unique because it, it truly is kind of a full-service operation here for uh, dog lovers. And dog owners take take us through kind of um, what uh, what kind of are your core group of services here besides dog boarding of course yeah so we have uh, four core services uh, daycare boarding grooming and training um, daycare and boarding are kind of the the ones that people know about and then our training program has really started taking off as well um, and then our our salon is uh, been growing as well. We've got a, a lot of experience in that room, about 40 or 50 years of grooming experience in the animal industry. Yeah, and it's not just like cutting hair. I, I mean, I'm going through your list here. It's like there's things that my, that my dog could obtain at your facility that uh, the finest uh, salons in the world, you know, give to humans. I mean, this is like, <laughs> this isn't just like, you know, nail trimming and whatnot. You guys have a lot of different things going on. And I think the training part is unique, too, because I don't think – I mean, I have people all the time that ask me, you know, did you get your dog trained? Where did you go? How does this work? Um, that is also a big deal to have that at the facility, too, right? Yeah, we were very fortunate. Uh, when we opened, um, we had a local dog trainer, Jessica Belcher, 
uh, that wanted to join the team and kind of grow our program. Uh, when we initially opened, we didn't plan on doing a training uh, program right away. We were going to hope to build to that. Um, but yeah, she wanted to come on board right when we were opening. So we were really fortunate and she's grown an amazing program um, over the past year and a half. Uh, she's done a great job. You talk about transparency, honesty, community, and those are so important to you that it's tell us about kind of those aspects of the business um, and why you chose those aspects. And then you obviously touch on the community aspect as well. Yeah. So we are big on being upfront and honest with people. And anyone can see they walk in our building, they can see all the way through to the back of the building. We have webcams in each of the day play areas and about half our boarding runs. So folks can, really be a part of their dog's experience. Um, and we like to say good, bad, ugly. We'll be honest with you. If we do a temperament test with the dog and things don't go so well, we'll, we'll shoot you straight and tell you exactly what happened and what we see and if it's something we think will change in the future. And just being honest with our client base is really big for us. And then there's a community aspect as well. So are some of these owners that they connected, you know, because a lot of these times I walk into one of these places and I pick my dog up and I leave. Um, you're all about being a part of the community as well. Yeah, we love being in the Waldo area. So we're, we're trying to um, connect with other businesses. So um, local companies do things like we had lifted logic, build our website. Um, we're, we have a, an advertising deal with uh, Slagle fence that built our fencing we work with the Humane Society. We, we want to kind of fit into the area, not just be like a business that's here and, and is our own thing. We want to kind of be part of what everyone else is doing in the Waldo area. Um, that's part of why Alan and I, we work inside the Collar Club. We're here every day. Um, it, it's it's what we want to do. So that's, that's kind of why the transparency and honesty, we're pushing that because we want people to feel comfortable being here. And then we go up to the lobby and chat with clients um, we make sure to show our face. So we, we want everyone to know us. We want to know them. We want to just fit into the, the area and, and kind of help the community grow uh, the Waldo Brookside area. That's awesome. Um, you mentioned your staff and your team. Tell us about that because I know, I mean, if you go to the website, collarclubkc.com, there is, there's a lot of people on your team already. You've only been in business, what, um, close to two years now. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about the growth and how you guys, I mean, have managed that. Yeah, we've got a great staff. It's kind of a bunch of people with passion for dogs with different backgrounds. We have some folks that are in the middle of master's programs. We have folks that have been in the animal industry for years. With uh, Everyone's just got that common passion. Um, and we were lucky to get a really good core group of staff when we opened. And uh, it definitely has been growing. And we uh, feels like we've been in a constant state of hiring just because we uh, keep getting more dog food, which is great. But it's... Uh, a, a good group that they really uh, do a fantastic job giving the best care for the dog. Jason, one, one of the exciting things that Alan and Connor experienced, you know, we've, we've all been through COVID for the last 18 months. They started the development and started building out the space that they now have. We were set to open in March and April of 2020. Well, I'm not sure there was a more challenging time to try to open a business, particularly one like they had. And they weathered it. It was successful. And the level of growth over the last 12 months 
has been really impressive. So much so, you guys are actually talking about expansion now. I'm not sure that a year ago when we were sitting here, you would have said, yeah, I think we're going to be able to expand, uh, you know, even in the time of COVID. Well, that was a, that was a, one thing I wanted to point out, and a great point by Alan, is, um, you know, growing and starting, you know, irrespective of COVID, you know, growing a, a pet business um, and starting it, what, what are some of the things that maybe you guys learned throughout this journey, both during COVID and, you know, just trying to expand um, that, that really have, have you've learned from as far as, you know, growing and starting a company and actually like, you know, dealing with hundreds of pets. I mean, that, that, that is not something that's easy. I mean, there's so many, I mean, dogs all are different and uh, having, you know, hundreds of dogs at a place is, uh, is interesting in itself. Yeah, we definitely had some growing pains early on. I think because we had a slow start because of COVID, it gave us a little bit more time to kind of work through some of those things before they, you know, could have become magnified so we could work through some of those issues early on. Uh, we were very fortunate, though. Um, you know, we had a lot of people that came to try us out. They're really good to us. Um, we started the, um, I think we, we started with a week free for the first responders and emergency personnel. And then we just kept doing that. We ended up doing it for over a month. And just um, anyone who wanted to come drop their dog off for, you know, that first month we were open, uh, you know, it was all free. It kind of helped to build the client base. Um, a lot of those people stuck around and kept coming back. So we were really, uh, you know, happy that they did that and uh, just thankful that people found value in our business. Yeah, like you said, that's a lot of 100 dogs is a lot of dogs and being in How many do you actually have on site at one time? I should probably ask that question. Yeah, it uh, depends on the day. Anywhere uh, anywhere from 100 to 140, depending on boarding numbers and such. Wow. Um, but they're separated into different rooms based on temperament, and um, they get along pretty pretty well, honestly. It's uh, it's pretty intimidating if you walk into a room with that many dogs, but uh, <laughs> once you walk in and things settle down, then it's uh, pretty smooth. Man, I, 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 I think it's awesome. I mean, it is awesome because I just can't imagine um, the logistics around that, but you guys are you're doing so well with it, and Talk to us about kind of your pricing model and your structure. I know there's a bunch of information on the website. If anyone wants to check it out, collarclubkc.com. But kind of, I'm sure that is pretty interesting to kind of figure all that out with all the different services you offer. Um, what was just what was your kind of mindset around that? I uh, just have different options for for kind of different people's needs. Um, so we have an, we have an all a car price. So a single day is thirty dollars. A half day is twenty. And then we have uh, subscriptions from there. So instead of buying just like a, a grouping of credits you can use, um, ours is, it, it's more like a, an app subscription where it recurs monthly and it's for you to tell us, like, I want to bring my dog two times a month, so that's a two play. Or I want to bring my dogs eight times a month, so that's an eight play. So you kind of tell us how often you want to come and we, you know, price the package appropriately. Um, because the more often you come, obviously the cheaper it'll get, um, like most of the other businesses do. But it helps your dog acclimate to the business if you do that. Um, they become more comfortable. Uh, from there, we have three different boarding options that rank from 45 to 65 a night. Um, and then our grooming price is kind of set by the groomers for how long it takes for a specific breed of dog to do the groom. Um, so there's a lot of different pricing intricacies there. I mean, Alan Ferris, it's pretty interesting because, you know, 
we've, we've been, I live in Brookside and there's dogs everywhere and people everywhere. And, you know, until a few years ago, like, what were, where were all these, these dogs going? I mean, they filled a, a huge void in the market um, by doing it in a first-class way, which is pretty exciting to see a business do that so quickly. You know, one of the things that these guys have done and done successfully is they're so far ahead in the projections that they originally delivered in their business plan that, you know, they're, you, you guys are almost effectively full most weekends for boarding. And so now, you know, they've already decided, well, okay, we, we're going to, we, we held back a little space for future expansion. Well, guess what? <laughs> we're not even at the end of the second year, and they're already doing expansion at Waldo. And what they've really done is prove concept, and so now they're ready to take it and say, okay, where else can we go geographically for a collar club too? But I'm not used to seeing that level of success in the first year, and it's a proof of whatever they're doing. They're delivering a product that their customers really like. Wow. Very cool to hear. Alan Ferris is with us as well as uh, the two co-founders of the Collar Club. Website is collarclubkc.com. We'll be right back after the break with more of the Grill Nation show. Thanks for joining us today. Welcome back to the final segment of today's Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. I want to thank uh, Landmark National Bank for collaborating with the Grill Nation show. Their website is banklandmark.com. also want to thank our guests uh, for joining me today from Collar Club. Their website is collarclubkc.com. Joined again by Alan Ramsire and Connor uh, Anderson, who are the co-founders. We've just been having a fascinating conversation about um, what they do. Their website, again, has all kinds of great information as well as all their staff. It's very thorough, um, kind of what differentiates them, how you can get engaged, pricing and memberships, as well as kind of all the services they offer on the website, callourclubkc.com. Um, what has kind of surprised you all the most um, since you started your business? Was there one thing that you didn't expect maybe that during this journey that it surprised you? Um, there's been a lot of little surprises. I mean, opening uh, when we did was probably the, uh, the the biggest thing, opening right when things shut down with COVID, but we were able to weather the storm and grow through that and really uh, build something special. Yeah, I think the support of the neighborhood was really good, especially during COVID. I mean, people intentionally came to us um, and they kept returning and they told us that, you know, they wanted to help us out. They wanted to to come to a place that was in their neighborhood in the woods and um, just feeling that support during the COVID timeframe was really big for us. Yeah. I mean, frankly, I mean, the only thing you don't have yet is a veterinarian, but you've got everything else. So, I mean, it's, it's just amazing what you all have done. Okay. So fun questions, favorite type of dog and why Then you had six at one time um, back in the day. So, I'm going to, my favorite dog was uh, a dog named uh, Kickers. Her name was Kicks. She was one of the uh, service dogs we fostered. The, the most athletic dog I have ever seen in real life. She could do anything. She played basketball with us, 
Could have started an Airbud for sure. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I don't know about favorite type of dog, but my favorite dog, she was a Border Collie, and she was a blast. That's awesome. Um, Alan Ferris, what kind of dog do you have? Golden Retriever. Oh, I, 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 yeah, I could have imagined that'd be your dog. Yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a third golden retriever. Loved them. Also had a black lab. Uh, you know, just wonderful family dogs and lovers. For sure. Hey, like, so you talked about training dogs. And um, what is one thing you would tell a dog owner, like, you know, that maybe has a puppy or let's just, you know, in general, that you would tell a dog owner um, that would help them? Since you guys deal with dogs every day, I think that's uh, something that listeners would want to know. Yeah, so um, one thing that we all, we recommend is start training early. Um, whatever type of training you want to do, group classes, private, just because I mean, dogs are like kids. They need training, and once they get to a certain stage, they get a little more hard-headed, and it's a little harder to train. Um, and then when you're training, just always follow through with uh, what you're asking them to do. Otherwise, uh, they'll take advantage of any freedom. So. Yeah. What, when you say start early, what does that mean? How early? Uh, it depends how early uh, you want to get your dog in. Um, once, I think 16 or 18 weeks after all the shots are done and dogs are fully vaccinated is when uh, people can start doing those services, and we'd recommend doing them early so uh, you can get in on that puppy stage. What is uh what is one thing you guys have learned from a dog of yours or one that you've had in the operation at the collar club that 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 you that you always would be like man's best friend I've learned so much what what is something that dogs have taught you over your years and for me it's just have patience you know dogs can't always understand what you're asking them so make sure you're patient um, especially if you're you're training them a new trick or a, a new talent or anything just yeah be patient with them yeah, right. They're all they're, they'll love you back if you uh, if you treat them right and are patient with them. So I love that answer. Um, Alan mentioned some really great news about potential, you know, growth. You know, you you have 100 to 140 dogs there on a weekend, which is amazing. What have you guys thought about that, and, and what's next for the Collar Club? Yeah, so we are uh, currently working on an expansion here. This facility, we left some space during our initial build out to add to the facility so that. Uh, that is starting right now, and uh, we're adding in some more uh, boarding runs and then doing some other upgrades to the facility as well. Um, and then we're currently looking into number two. We're trying to figure out where we want to be with our uh, our second location and working with Alan and Landmark on that as well. Alan, what's that process like? Because, you know, as an entrepreneur in a company that's grown very fast, you got to be careful, right? And make sure you make the right decisions. And they've been working with you on that. Yeah, are you talking to Ferris? Or Alan, are you Alan talking Ferris. To Alan Ferris the man. <laughs> yeah. One of the reasons I like these guys is Alan knows how to spell his name correctly. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of the things we look at is the success the business has had to date. And what's the trajectory they're on? You know, are, is it a real solid, positive upward trend? And that's the case here. You know, you can take a look at what these guys have done in a challenging time, and you go, okay, they really proved concept. So now, some level of expansion makes sense, and these guys are very deliberate. They're very thoughtful about it, and that's one of the things that impresses us. Let me ask you guys this: Why do you think that? Um, why do you think that no one did what you did in Waldo? 
or in Brookside? Why do you why do you think that you guys were kind of the leaders to do this and no one had done it? And based on your knowledge now of what you've accomplished, and and I just it's amazing to me how successful you all have been so quickly. Doing it on the scale we did as our first business, I think, is uh, <laughs> a reason some people don't jump into it. We uh, we definitely took a leap and it's worked out for, for us. But. You went all in with all the different services, all the facilities, the indoor outdoor component, the the upscale, um, you know, boarding facilities that you know, we didn't talk about. Obviously, those are first class, correct? Yeah, we we have our boarding. Um, we have the apartments, which are extremely large runs with acoustic insulation and cameras. We have the Thunder Suites, which are have mass loaded vinyl plus acoustic insulation, so they're very noise dampened. They've got like little chandeliers in them and cameras. So yeah, we, we tried to go all out on some of those boarding suites, um, you know, kind of just for fun, just so the dogs enjoy being there and it, it feels like home almost. Yeah, I mean that probably helps you guys too. That noise dampening. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. I mean, sometimes you can still hear the dogs barking, but today I think you just hear the grooming dryers in the background. Well, and these guys had really done a wonderful job of due diligence and research. And there are other facilities in that general area, but nothing like what they were able to build. And so they made the decision that if we're going to do this, we've got to set ourselves apart. And by building the facility that they've got, they really have done that. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. The website is collarclubkc.com. Um, all kinds of great information. You guys are open 24-7, you said, correct? Uh our, our business hours range, but typically 7 to 7, but dogs are here all the time, so our staff are here past those hours. Uh, the 24-hour room is open to pick up and drop off 24-7. Um, but, yeah, we, we're open 365 days a year. I love it. I love it. Well, I, you know, congrats on all your success, Alan and Connor. I mean, every time I drive by now, I'm going to have to, like, I have a totally different viewpoint of the, of the you know, I will say when I first saw your all's fence, I was very impressed by it. It was a massive outdoor <laughs> fence area um, in the middle of Waldo, which I thought was pretty cool. And I was very curious of, like, what the heck is going in there um, yeah. back in 2019, 2020. So, you know, you guys have done a really good job, and it's great to connect with you. And uh, congrats on everything you're doing and the growth. And, uh, and Alan Ferris from Landmark National Bank, of course, thank you for connecting us. Always a pleasure, Jason. Great, great stuff. I want to thank everyone for watching and listening to today's show. Um, again, we've been talking with the Collar Club. Their website is collarclubkc.com. Also, if you want to connect with Landmark National Bank, their website is banklandmark.com. Awesome Grill Nation show today. Thank you for joining us today. We will see you again next week. Take care and have a great day.